0: Here is another short take from the Christian worldview with David Wheaton. Nancy Pelosi,
1: because of what happened, has now called that he be removed from office for sedition. In other words, trying to to take over government because some of the supporters that day breached capital security and got into the grounds of the Capitol. So it it was hundreds of people, if not thousands, breached the Capitol. They got inside. They went into offices. They were posing for pictures in Nancy Pelosi's office. They tried to get into the the House floor. Uh, It was mayhem inside the Capitol. And and by the way, this was something that had never been done. This is something new. I heard one report talk about that the Capitol had never been breached. This is the, the seat of political power The seat of our government, the U.S. Capitol building in Washington, D.C., had not been breached since the War of 1812 when the British burned down the Capitol building. So this was just as many of the press were saying, this is unprecedented. And frankly, there's something very wrong that the Capitol building didn't have enough security to not be breached. I mean, this is the seat of our government after all this should be probably the most secure building in the entire country and a bunch of protesters can push their way through something very wrong with that picture now i think it's important in these situations when something like this happens n- not to jump to conclusions right away about about who did this or or lump everyone in together i mean th- this could have been trump supporters some of the more radical ones There have been some reports of Antifa, who knows, that got infiltrated and tried to whip things up and dress as Trump supporters. We we don't know. But certainly it was hundreds and thousands of people and a very real possibility that a lot of them were just Trump supporters who got all excited and kind of broke through a very, very weak security, which is extremely surprising this particular day. There were people wearing helmets and other types of more like they're being prepared to do something pretty radical. And we've all heard the phrase desperate times call for desperate measures. And I think that explains what took place that day. You know, people at that those rallies, they believe what the president said, that this election was likely stolen. And they know what these socialist Marxists who are now taking power are going to do. They're going to be further lockdowns over the virus. They're going to be, the the U.S. is going to be in a a surrender relationship to uh, enemies like China. They're going to be pushing immorality on the country, the Equality Act. I'll get to a Robert Knight column in a little bit, punishing free speech, Restricting speech, as you see on social media taking place, church lockdowns, uh, lack of freedom of religion and stacking the Supreme Court with more justices so they can turn to the liberal side. They're going to give statehood to the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico so they can get four more senators, four more liberal senators, so they have a permanent majority. So these kinds of issues, people at these rallies supporting Trump have a sense, have a fear, have a desperation about what is about to take place to our country. And some of them went over the line and they, they broke the security of the, the Capitol building and went in and did things that are illegal and they should be prosecuted for it. But in their mind, they were being lectured about rule of law yesterday by all the media and commentators and politicians on TV talking about it. They're thinking we need rule of law. But in their minds, they're thinking, well, what about the rule of law in the election? The rule of law wasn't followed in the election. Now we've just lost our voice. We don't have free and fair elections in America anymore. And so don't lecture me on the rule of law about about barging into the Capitol when the rule of law is not actually followed in this country. So the people at the rallies were questioning the rule of law in the election. And like we've said previously leading up to now on the program, if you don't have free and fair elections, you don't have the United States of America anymore as a constitutional republic. You have a banana republic. You have a oligarchy, uh, which is a a government ruled by a small group of influential, powerful people. People think they're voting, but it really the outcome is already predetermined based on the the will of a small group of people. So half the country now has a a visceral feeling that everything is going to change in
0: America. And I agree with him. This has been a short take from The Christian Worldview with David Wheaton. To find out more about The Christian Worldview, order resources, make a donation, become a monthly partner, or contact us, visit thechristianworldview.org. You can also call us at toll-free 1-888-646-2233 or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331.